Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Do's Bois podcast for Eurovision Forever, episode 5 of España at the Eurovision Song Contest. My name is Jack. This is my co-host extraordinaire, Liz. Hello! Who knew there was so much Spain to go around? Who knew? Who knew it was so good as well? I was so unexpected that Spain would end up doing this well over, and not just like, there was like a small bit where Spain was great and there was another small bit when Spain was great. It's just been more or less consistently decent stuff from Spain. I know. I was like, before we went into this, the idea that I had of Spain was, I don't know why. I used to always just think, ah, it's Spain. They don't care. They don't care anymore. They haven't cared for years. Oh my God. I think they have cared. I think they have been massively underrated by Eurovision for a lot of their history. Maybe it's a recency bias because Spain, as we started to see last episode, haven't had the best entries during this televote era. Um, And there are a couple of duds still to come. I think it's safe to agree. But do you think that's necessarily bias or they've just had a couple of nuffers? Yeah, but do you think... uh, You think... The absolute flops have blinded us to some of the absolute quality. You know, do we think that Spain Mm. doesn't care because of stuff they've done recently? We'll find out, I guess. That's the point of the show. To be honest, like what we've noticed so far, Spain has been severely ripped off with some of its songs that have come very low that they really did not belong to. And I'm like, I don't, I don't figure out how this happened. Do do people, uh, well, the question is, do people think Big Five get stuffed, you haven't earned your stripes. Maybe. They never seem to treat Italy that way as one of the big five. Italy is always <laughs> like the big four suck and then Italy. Yeah, Italy but is perfect. Italy. Like Italy is like is like a sexy banger every year. So that's it's different. true. That's Italy. I think I think maybe Italy, France France recently at least in the last few years has really mm-hmm. started to pick up their pick up their game. Well uh, have they though? Have they? Hey, runners up 2021. We'll see what happens 2022. <laughs> Shall we jump into Spain, part five? Oh, eh, chicky chicky, let's go. <laughs> Speaking of, we are starting in 2008 with Rodolfo Chiquile Quatre with Baila el Chiqui Chiqui, Dance the Chiqui Chiqui. He finished 16th, getting 12 from Andorra, 10 from Portugal, and an 8 from Greece. Uh, selected via a MySpace-centric selection process. <laughs> what does that mean? I really don't know, but it, it does really remind me that this was 2008. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that sounds like something they would have done in 2008 specifically. Did MySpace? Space even exist in 2008? Was it still around? Absolutely. I, my, uh, 2008 was like as it was starting to lose ground to like Facebook and stuff because I got my first MySpace in 2006 and then by 2009 I was on Facebook and MySpace was gone. Oh, see, I, I was never even on MySpace. I completely missed the heart MySpace 
jam. Really? What about yeah. ranking your friends in order? Oh, I do that just for fun. Yeah. Like, I don't need a computer <laughs> algorithm to do that. Like, if you haven't worked out how, in like, in what order you would eat your friends if there was a plane crash, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're what kind of friend are you? You haven't lived. I'm not very edible, so I, I like to think I'm further down the list. Or would you just get me out of the way quickly? Like as an entree. Oh, well, there is the fact that I think you would die in the bush within two minutes. Like, Oh, you, I'd just give up. Yeah, you would just be like, oh. Um, I'd walk up to the bear and just be like, let's make this easy. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's not what I thought you were going. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a hell of a way to die. <laughs> I kind of think like when you die, I like to think that you would just like, you would just disappear into like a poof of glitter. Just poof. I would love – you're not allowed to say that word, first of all. And second of all – I'm reclaiming the word poof. I can say poof. Oh, stop saying it now. Please stop saying it. I think that's exactly how I'll go into the great beyond. Yeah, yeah. Just poof. I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing and to say. And on that note, Rodolfo. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I'm just going to say it. This is actually one of my all-time favorite Eurovision songs. I'm saying it now. Oh, my God. But it blows my mind when you look at the live performance and you actually hear people booing them at the beginning of Mm. their performance. Like, people were angry, like they didn't think Spain was taking it seriously enough. You can't honestly look at this and think Spain were taking it seriously enough. Oh, my God. The thing is, ironically, they're, you know, what people call their joke performance. I actually think it's one of the best and most put-together performances Spain has ever done. Okay. Really? No, the intricate uh, sort of bits of this. Like, I think we have to give props to the girl in pink and the girl in blue who both give perfect comedic performances. Everything from the fake you know, drops on the ground, you know, to the boop, 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 trying to get up, um, to like pushing the other girls out of the way so they could get closer to the singer. It's great. They give great comedic performances. I play this at parties. You just have to dance to it. It is an absolute classic. I love this. What about you? I love the dichotomy of this podcast because we work so well together in that you love Televote garbage and I love classy well put together masterpieces from the jury this is under the terms of the Geneva Convention a war crime but it's oh! absolutely it's absolutely catchy as hell like you can't get away yes. from this one I think you appreciated it in a way I didn't because I didn't quite understand the dopey girl doesn't quite know a choreography routine I don't think it's quite as funny to me as it was to them or to you um, but it's definitely one of the you know that era where like quote unquote Western Europe got sick of Eurovision and threw caution to the wind, you know? Uh-huh. They're like, yeah. fuck it, if we're gonna go, let's just make fun. Oh, Eastern Europe's gonna win anyway. Why don't we any of that whole thing? So it's odd for me. I know you're a big fan of it. I don't hate oh, yeah. it. I have passed it. Song six, performance six, fashion of five for a seventeen. Oh, that's higher than I was worried you were I going know. to give it. <laughs> I was worried you were just gonna be like minus twelve for everything. <laughs> Oh, my God. Honestly, this is great fun at parties. I play it just for my Spanish friend, Sergio. He gets so excited when it comes on. This is actually... He's so sick of you at this point, I think. 
This is one of his favourite Spanish entries as well. <laughs> he loves this. Uh, I give song eight, performance eight, fashion a six. I love it. That is 17 from me, 22 from you, Woo! and a 39 out of 60 between the pair of us. So getting up there, pretty good. 2009, Soraya with La Noche Es Para Mi. The night is for me. Finished 24th. So we are in this really low-ranking era for Spain. In fact, Mm. nothing higher than 15th in the last, you know, chunk of songs here. Uh, 12 from Andorra, 7 from Portugal, 3 from Switzerland, and a 1 from Greece. Very disco very flamboyant, but I think the budget has very clearly dried up for Spain here. What did you think? Oh, yeah. I think they spent all their money on the fake guitar, little mini child's <laughs> guitar the year before. Look, for me, what I got the vibe that they were counting on all of their special effect to be in the dancing to this one, except the only problem is the dancing wasn't fantastic. Uh, yes. To be honest. Oh, my God. Especially the poor three backup singers who are obviously – You know, they were there to sing, not to dance, suddenly got (laughs) forced into a mumba. It's like the mean girls went to Eurovision, okay? That's what I I got from them. I love that description of it. Oh, my God. Her singing is hit and miss. It's okay, but it's nothing interesting. It's not bad, bad. It's It's just largely forgettable. Absolutely. Like you said, I actually don't mind it. I probably would have ranked it slightly higher, but not much higher than 24th, you know, like yeah. it's almost in the right ballpark, maybe a little under, under, underperforming, but yeah, I, the one thing I did notice was that, you know, the skin tone fabric on the parts oh, of her dress, yes. about five tones too yeah, wrong too dark. for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not great. So nah, song five, performance six, fashion a three for a 14. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so glad that you mentioned the the the, the color of the back of that dress. You were just like, I find that very. Are you? It's like she skinned a dancer who was in an outfit that she liked, and then just popped her skin and the outfit on. Um, so I give the song four point five. Performance a four. Fashion gets a three. For an eleven point five from you, a twenty five point five between the pair of us. Not. Ooh. A pass tonight. Oh, I do love, I do love talking about the next entry. 2010, Daniel Dijes with Algo Pequenito. Algo Pequenito. Uh, something tiny. Finished 15. <laughs> There's nothing to be ashamed of. That's nothing to be ashamed of, all right? <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that when I said it. 12 from Portugal, 8 from Lithuania, 7 from Albania and Armenia, and, of course, famously featured the Eurovision debut of event crasher Jimmy Jump, who, as you will recall, quote, joined in, unquote, the performance between before being chased off by security, and then the song was performed again at the end of the running order. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't think... It actually affected the performance in any way. It would he didn't push anyone over. He just started posing with them. So I don't know why he got to, you know, go again. I think he actually was the only interesting part of the whole performance. Well, that's the thing. For like from to be honest, I remember watching this live and for a minute you honestly wondered if the guy in the beanie was supposed to actually be part of the routine. Because mm. this is very weird. It's a very childlike you know, preschool kind of arrangement with there's a clown and a ballerina and a tin soldier. 
It's very pantomime which I don't think was a good fit for Eurovision at all. No, 100% not. Like, this is great for, like, a Christmas matinee for old people that are falling asleep. Um, so they yes. brought their, like, grandkids to it. I, I have mixed feelings about this one because I think the song itself, it does build and it has a bit of a toe-tapping quality at the end. But I just find the staging is too childish to be a serious contender for Eurovision. Um, can we, oh my God, can we also talk about at one stage, halfway through, there is a second pitch invader. Obviously, after that dickhead comes in and then the two security guards who are sort of on the side of the stage, like, whoop, whoop, do we go in? Do we twirl in? What do we do? Um, and then thankfully, he just like leaps off the stage. That guy's a dickhead. I just want to put it on the record. Like, just stop crashing things. If you want exactly. to be this- if you want to be on the Eurovision stage, then you spend years like perfecting your craft, write a song, become a good performer or become a dancer and earn your way on Eurovision. Don't just like run on there. Like this is the this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. For some people this is the biggest moment of their lives that they have literally devoted years if not decades to. And to the, have that, you know, almost taken away by some twat in a mm-hmm. hat. Oh, absolutely. My you God. say it's once in a lifetime event. Daniel actually got to do it twice. So, really. That's not the point. For some people, <laughs> for some people, for some people, it's a one time experience. And rightly so, it's only a one time experience. Oh, my God. I, you know what? You know what I heard gossip about that guy? Apparently, 300,000 euros in debt. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like a $300,000 fine. And I was like, not enough. I read it in the Instagram comments and everyone was like, ha, 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 suck it. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. We we are not lawyers yet. Um, I think Daniel handled the stage invasion really well. Oh, yes. I don't think it should have been performed twice. I don't think it was, you know, I didn't particularly care for it the first time, let alone the second time I had to sit through it. So... That said, well written, well sung, but very dumb staging. Very dumb staging. Song four, performance three, fashion a four, four and eleven. Yeah. You know what? I, I actually think the stage invasion um, actually got him extra points because people felt bad for him. They were like, I'll throw him a point. Like, that's bullshit, you know? <laughs> I remember when Suri represented the UK mm-hmm. and that stage invader came in and grabbed her mic. Yeah. And I was up at like five in the morning watching it live. Yeah. And her odds went so far up that she was the third favourite to win the whole thing because she got stage invaded. So there's definitely a correlation there. Obviously, she bombed in the end anyway, but it's the UK at Eurovision. Water is wet. Yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) I was going to say, the UK would be praying for, like, a stage invader at this (laughs) stage. They were like, anyone, Al-Qaeda, we don't care. Just anyone (laughs) invade the stage. What'd you give this one? Uh, Look, I gave this one, I gave the Song of Five... I gave the performance 4.5. I've actually given him extra points because, yeah, I think everyone For on that stage, stage yeah, yeah, they they took it like an absolute pro. Um, and clothing, I gave a 4.5. Oh, my God, before we go on, can we talk about after the idiot jumps off the stage, at about halfway through, the backup singer legitimately twirls onto the stage <laughs> – Sings a couple of choruses, <laughs> then 
right before the big ending, literally twirls his way off stage like no one will notice or it's part of the fantasy. It's it's a man with an afro in a black yeah, suit. It, it's probably the highlight of the whole performance, really. <laughs> it really is. It's so bizarre. And to be honest, he goes away right before that last big note and I think they needed that backup singer for that last note because he doesn't quite kill it nail it uh that's an 11 from me 14 from you and a 25 between us so not a pass for 2010 2011 lucia perez with kemi kiten lo bailao let them take what i've danced okay that probably works better in spanish than english 23rd in the (laughs) final it's a colloquialism that means quote they can't take away the fun i've already had uh 12 from france and portugal five from albania and romania that rhymed. And four from Estonia and Macedonia. That rhymed as well. I love that. What did you think of this one? Oh, look, I think... <laughs> there is Needed nothing... a stage invasion, right? Oh, it really did. There is nothing captivating for this one. Except, can we talk about the weird stiff-legged hop-jump dance they do all the way through the routine? It's like they have broken their legs. <laughs> and they're just trying to, like, move their legs in their cast. It's weird. That being said, the song, the dance, it's all very repetitive. But once again, this is Spain dressing up, pretending to be Greece. And it doesn't work for them. I agree. I, I have a soft spot for this one. It's sweet. It's cheery. They haven't overstaged it. It is pleasant. That's a definitely not a Eurovision winner in waiting. Like, no, no. one no one went, you know what? I think Spain's got a chance this year. No one was saying that. Not a huge fan of the dress either. No. So fun nonetheless. I do think there is an issue. Spain has absolutely knocked it out of the park being Spain. Yeah. When they've started to take elements from Southern Europe, from the East, all that kind of stuff, it has changed what, who, it changes the whole performance. Who sends what changes things. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's been to their detriment. That said, I have passed this one. Song five, performance seven, fashion a six for an 18. Yeah, I couldn't quite bring myself to pass it. I've given it 4.5s across the board. That is an 18 from me, a 13.5 from you, and a 31.5 between us. I think that's an unexpected pass this evening. Wow. I'm I'm shocked by that. Yeah. Me I'm too, gonna, actually. I'm going to stiff-legged hop dance away from this. Like, what? <laughs> Now, 2012, Pastora Soler with Quédate Conmigo, Stay With Me, finished 10th in the final, a return to the top 10 with a song that really did deserve a top three as far as I'm concerned. 12 from Portugal, 10 from Israel, 8 from Switzerland and the UK. My husband's all-time favourite Eurovision entry in history. What did you think, Liz? Well, I think this is a really good song from Spain. Yeah. This is a really good song. And, oh, my God, she has a huge note at the end, which she kills. Absolutely she, she kills Absolutely. It. Like, you could not get an Olympic archer to hit a target better than Pastora hit that note. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Although live, she is a heavy air gulper into the microphone, <laughs> and you do know that is a pet peeve of mine. It did annoy me and so I definitely I'm sorry I had to take some points away from I can't believe it she was trying to build up to that note for you it's like like watching a sausage get made you don't want to you don't want to know what goes into a sausage well you definitely don't want to know what goes into a sausage I know but like 
maybe build up next year microphone. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Adjacent to. Like, like this is me. I have to make a. I have to make a weird noise. Did you hear it? No, I moved away from the microphone. You did. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I have to say, what a song, what a voice, what a dress. Didn't need anything except, and this is this is when you know you've got something really incredible. Uh-huh. You didn't need anything but Pastora and a spotlight and a microphone and that note she hits right before the last chorus. Utterly, probably the best note I've ever heard in the history of the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm-hmm. Um, one of their crown jewels, straight tens from me for a perfect 30 out of 30 for Pastora. Wow. I was not expecting that. Absolutely love this song to bits. I would have thrown some more glitter at her. You know, the dress was nice, <laughs> but it, it – it, it didn't move me unconditionally. To me, it was still a little bit too Grease-like for me. Right. Um, Which normally when Grease does it or when Grease wears pants, I love that you have all these rules about what people can do, but they never apply to Grease. Like Grease can wear Grease. You know, Romania could wear Romania. I want Spain to wear Spain. You want them in that um, the dress from Vivo Cantando, <laughs> Vivo Cantando, Vivo Sombrano, that's what she has to wear, right, for you to give it massive No, points. I'm just saying, like, maybe not come dressed out as a Grecian person. Oh, that's all I'm what saying. What have you given this one? Oh, I can't even remember. I've moved on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I gave the song six, performance five, fashion a five. Are you kidding me? What? You gave that song a six? Yeah. And you gave Sarkis Ruvas 32s? That's because that song is an absolute classic and will herald from trumpets as I fly into heaven. <laughs> no one on the planet agrees with you. So there Sarkis you go. Ruvas that... does? Don't make oh me get God. the he's Sarkis look... Ruvas fans. He's looking old, by the way. 46. Uh, uh, hush your mouth. He's looking old. 46 I... from the pair of us. I was only going to say to you the other day, like, doesn't he look amazing? Lee old. Oh, my God. We're looking at different videos. I've been watching him swim in the ocean and he looks amazing. After I saw uh, Sergei Lazarev under a waterfall, no man can compare. Oh, 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 oh. I've never wanted to be a fish so much in my life. <laughs> 20, 2013, El Sueño de Morfeo, Contigo hasta el final, with you till the end. 25th in the final, obviously in the final, they're the big five. Second, last, six from Albania and a two from Italy. Weird start with the bagpipes, and I'm not a huge fan of it, but the song does get better from there. What did you think? Oh, does it though? Does it? No, does it, it couldn't get, get worse. Well, <laughs> And this is, I thought it was bad when Spain was trying to be Greece. Now Spain is trying to be Scotland. What the hell? (laughs) Look, I'm sure this one is fun down the local pub at 10 o'clock at night when you've all had like a few pints, but it's not something I would send to the big show. I wouldn't take it to the big tent. It's a bit flat in the beginning and that's how I was left after this. Sort of flat, uh, whatever. Uh, should we get an Uber? Uh, we don't need to see the encore. <laughs> I totally agree. It's a sweet little song, but the stock standard band shtick just doesn't work for me. But then the question is, what else can you actually do with this song other As than the stock standard band performance? Bin it and get another song? 
Well, that as well. Not not much other than that, I guess. They almost selected themselves into a corner with this one. I think they were like, this song has a very specific vibe, and if it doesn't fly, it doesn't fly. Mm. I do love her dress, though. So uh, song 6.5, performance 3, fashion an 8 for a 17.5. <laughs> love that dress. Oh, we were at... I think we were at different stages of drinking when we saw this down the pub. <laughs> I've given it straight threes. Ooh, for a nine from you for a 26.5 between us. Brings us to 2014 and another big favourite of mine, Ruth Lorenzo with Dancing in the Rain. Another 10th place for Spain, 12 from Albania, 8 from Switzerland and 6 is from France and Ireland. Love, 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 love this one. What did you think? Ah, uh, look, let's be honest. This song is all about the dramatic screams of the rain, the rain, the rain. It's all about that. Absolutely. It's all about that. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> you know what? And I've got to say, I like the fact that they gave her white, uh, wet hair. I think that is such a nice touch for her song about the rain. I love that. That was a good touch. Absolutely. It's a song very similar to 2012, like sending a woman with an incredible voice singing uh-huh. a huge ballad all alone yep. on the stage. Yep. And they made it actually rain. That was my favourite part. I was like, oh, okay, wow, we're getting the actual rain here in this performance. Fabulous. I love that. Um, iconic. I love the song. I love the voice. I love the staging. I love the energy. I love the dress. I bloody love all of it. I want Spain to send more big-voiced, banshee-screaming women I love it. I live for it. Song nine, performance nine, fashion a nine for a 27. Look, I think they could have gone a little bit more flash dance. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> they could have ramped this one up. If you're going to get wet on stage, you better flash dance or I don't want to know about it. I love that women go all out and belt out a song and give everyone everything. And you're like, eh, some guy walks on shirt with, th- uh, some guy walks on stage with three buttons undone and you're like, ten, ten. Never done that ever. Every fucking ever. time. Ever. Every never. time. Never. There, how, I've seen many a men without shirt on this show, and I haven't given them ten. Yeah. Yeah. What about and you? Have I said they undid three buttons? You know exactly who I'm talking about, baby. No, that woman brought out that idiot that just swag around the pole twice with his shirt off, and I was like, <laughs> "Boo! Get rid of him." I took points off for him. I took points okay. off. All right, we'll agree to disagree on your inherent and very obvious biases. Yeah. What did you give this song? Racist. Um, <laughs> I gave it sixes across the board. So well, you put know it what? In your pie hole. More than I thought you were going to give it for an eighteen. <laughs> And a 45 between us. Because you have prejudice. 2015, Eden, Amanisere, which means dawn. Oh, how we've fallen down the board and we're not going to get much better from here. 21st in the final. In fact, we're actually not going to get better from here. Written by Thomas Jason, who wrote Cater Take On Me Go from 2012 and also wrote Euphoria. Five from France, three from Portugal, two from Montenegro. It's an attempt to make another Dancing in the Rain that just really falls short. What did you think? (gasps) No, I go the opposite way. I think only in the, for me, only in the year 2015 when everything is so spectacular could this song come 21st. That being said, I think, look, I honestly think it's a travesty that this came so low. I think it's a travesty this came 21st. 
This is a super great song. There is some good presentation. I hated the first dress, but thank God for the costume reveal because that second outfit is sensational. She looks like a trezillion dollars, like literally. Oh my God. I never want to go to Hungry Jack's again, not dressed like that. <laughs> like, oh my God. And that gentleman dancer that she brings on, he is free to come and touch any part of my body on request. Um, Hello, sir. Yeah, I'm a fan of this one. I am such a big fan of this one. Yeah, Edern looks really great, but I felt there was something missing in the staging. It just felt empty to me. I loved her hot dancer. I loved her voice. And I really love the idea of her guiding the lights around the arena. Mm -hmm. But I, I just cannot put my finger on where this fell flat for me. So... Good parts that I just didn't think were working in complete harmony with each other. But you're right. That man can touch anything he wants. Song mm-hmm. 7.5, performance 6, fashion a 7 for a 20.5 from moi. Excellent. Yeah, I, I definitely think there is there is something about the staging that is missing. And that, that's the thing that scores the lowest for me. But can I say like 2015, I love this song and I love the uh, warrior. I just find the very sort of like strong female-driven songs where I'm like, mm, I love it. Uh, I give the song an 8, performance 7.5, fashion an 8. That is just for that second dress. That is a 23.5 from you and a 43.5 Woo! from both of us. Woo-woo! Takes us to 2016, Barre with Say Yay. Finished 22nd. In the televote, of course, we finally had to make our way to the televote split you jury thing era. Televote, four from the UK, <laughs> two from Australia and Switzerland, and one's from France and Sweden. And in the juries, 12 from Italy, eight from Moldova, and a seven from Norway. Spain have been pumping out some really, like, high-quality stuff in the last few years, and I feel like this bop is no exception. What did you think? Oh, I say nay, nay, <laughs> nay. Oh, my God. To me, this is generic. Oh, my God. And I feel bad for the poor backup singers that are just hidden in the darkness, apparently never to emerge. Oh, my God. And just because your sport tank dress is in sequins doesn't make it look less than a sport tank dress. Okay. (laughs) Agreed. I think it's generic. And oh my God, and I want to say it, and I want to say it clear so the people up the back of the room can hear me, okay? Just angrily walking from one end of the stage to the other every minute does not Coro make, okay? Okay, but when she threw herself to the ground, I absolutely fell for it the first time I happened. I was like, oh my God, she fell over, and then more the fool I am. Oh, uh, see, I didn't have that. I didn't have that reaction at all. I was just like, oh, I hate the fake fall. <laughs> if it's not a comedic fake fall, uh, drama queen. I actually think this is fun and fresh and engaging. Like, you know, Barry has plenty of charisma. I oh. don't care for her, like, bedazzled jersey spangle thing. I don't yeah. I don't like it at all. Still, I actually enjoyed this one. It was a fun way to spend three minutes. So song 8.5, performance 8. Fashion is six point five for a twenty-three. No, I'm. I, I was not a fan <laughs> of this one at all. I gave the song a three point five. I gave the performance two, and I gave the fashion one. And that one's just because no one was wearing fake. Fur, was wearing real fur. 
6.5 from you and a 29 and a half between us. So it has just missed passing, which takes us takes us to 2017. Oh, how I love talking about this one. Manel Navarro, do it for your lover. <laughs> Last in the final, in the televote. Five from Portugal and in the jury, absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. Very famous for that certain note about 80% of the way into the song. Oh, It's beachy, it's an acoustic, and it absolutely bombed. What did you think? Oh, my God. If this song was my lover, the only thing I would do for it would be closing the door as I left it (laughs) alone and crying on the floor. Oh, my God. But on a side note, you want to know everyone out there, you know what? You do not have to do shit that you don't want to. And if they try to make you do something that you don't want to, you pile drive that motherfucker. Okay, don't let someone try to guilt you into, I'll do it for your lover. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. You have every right to not do it. It's not uncool. You're not uncool if you don't want to do it. Um, And stop trying to tell people otherwise. If they don't want to do it, piss off, mate. Pestering them for three minutes is not okay. Yes. Um, I think the big problem for this one was not the moral value of the song, but more the fact it had like five words for its entire lyrical content. Oh, yeah. Do it for your lover. Do it for your lover. Clap your hands and do it for your lover. Do yeah. it for your lover. Do it for your lover. No, no. I don't hate the vibe, but who thought this was going to fit in at Eurovision? Honestly, who? Who went, you know what we need? A beachy acoustic guitar thing with yeah. fake surfboards and a very badly missed note. I was going to say, there is there is the eighth word as well. And that eighth word is... <laughs> Two minutes I think and he 30 looks seconds like, in. Yeah, I agree. I think he absolutely looks like a deer in the headlights and then completely misses that note, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it just never recovered. Big misfire. He keeps winking at the camera and I'm like, is that Morse code? Is he trying to like, is that like the evacuation code? Like I'm waiting for the SWAT team to just descend from the roof with a helicopter and just to extract him from this situation that he is not prepared for. Um, I think it's terrible. I give it zeros across the board. Wow. Okay. For a zero from you, I've been yep. a little nicer. Song two, performance two, fashion a four for an eight. Oh, uh, Hawaiian and combined, shirts. that is an eight. Hawaiian I like it. Sh- I think oh. I'm in love with his hair because I could never have hair like that. I've that tried. It didn't yeah. work. 2018, <laughs> Amaya y Alfred, Tu Cancion, your song, 23rd in the final. So we're literally bouncing around right now between 21st and 24th. Really, mm-hmm. that's the only space we're going here. Um, uh, 12 in the televote from Portugal, 5 from France, and 1 from Switzerland. And in the juries, 10 from Romania, 7 from Australia and Cyprus, and 6s from Denmark and Germany. They are both dressed like it's 1932 in the Great Depression. Oh, yeah. But the song is pleasant enough. I think they like each other. Imagine if they hated each other and did this. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what this is? This is like something you would do in a matinee performance for the old folks. 100% where, yes. Yeah, and you just sort of, you know, they've paid their money so and you know they're mostly going to be asleep. So it's just something that they can gently snooze to. Like you don't want anything uh, like too jarring that you wake them up. You don't want anyone dying. Um, it's very G-rated and it's it's not my shtick at all. 
twos across the board. Wow, for a six from you, it's nice, but it's very boring. I mean, it mm. does build, doesn't build that high, and the peak that it does have doesn't last that long anyway. So, yeah. kind of a non-event. I, I, I think they probably do hate each other. I think they hate each other. Song six point five, performance six point five, fashion a four for mm. a seventeen. Plus your six is a twenty-three and not a pass. Yeah, you know they should they should hate whoever wrote this song, whoever <laughs> put this package together and sent them ultimately to their doom. Let's just end the episode there. We don't even need to go into the next song. I just want to end it <laughs> on that note. No, there is one song to go. Of course, Spain's last entry from us. Yes, I know. We, there's been probably a contest and a half since then. But you know we end in 2019 because that's the last one we had when we started. We will get to the others eventually. 2019, Mickey with Lavenda, The Blindfold. Finished 22nd in the televote. 12 from Portugal, 7 from France, 6 from Belgium. And in the jury, a solitary single point from Russia. What did you think? I mean, you know what? I'm going to come out and I'm going to actually say something controversial. It is an actual legitimate bop. He has a good voice. I, it's a great song. You can hear the you can hear the crowd like clapping, singing along, getting into it. I think the problem for this, and I'm going to say it, is the woeful staging. For me, it is so overproduced. It has just sucked the life and the spontaneity from it from me. Like it's too manufactured. Like. I want you to choreograph it to death so it's just seamless, but I want it to be choreographed spontaneity. Yeah, you almost want to not know it's choreographed, right? Exactly. And that's what that's what would have done so well from this. Um, but what they've done, it's so clearly, it's just so fake. It looks like an ad for Instagram. <laughs> it is staged like a game of Hollywood Squares. That's the yeah. first thing. I know it's meant to be a dollhouse, but I keep thinking I'll take Dame Edna for for yeah. like Circle Gets the Square. Um, very energetic. The big mannequin thing is absolutely freaky as all hell. I friggin' hate that thing. I don't like and it's it. It's pointless. It's there for like three seconds and puts exactly. like a little fake hand against you know their fake building, and then just gets dumped off the stage so the guy with the puppet can come and be like here to do 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 for like three seconds like i didn't even know if that was planned he was just like stuff it i've i've flown all the way here let me have my five minutes do, 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 do. it was just another stage invasion and it just seemed to work i <laughs> think this was a lot of fun but he is wearing his rehearsal gear you know oh, i like it yeah i like it a lot good work spain send more of this song six performance seven fashion of four for a 17 no, I mean, send more songs like this, 100%. I 100%. absolutely loved it. But change your staging. And once again, the fashion, oh, my God. And I say to him, as I say to you, get a haircut. <laughs> I give the song a seven. I give the performance two. And that's just because he actually sings it well. He's he's walking around a lot, but he does sing it well. So I'm giving him two. Um, fashion gets a zero. For, for a song that you went into absolutely adoring, I was not expecting it to come away with a nine. I love the song. I just think they've completely just killed it. Like, it's just completely failed. Cut it off at the knees. Yeah, yeah with the production. And pff, I'm not even going to call it fashion. You offend me, Spain. 
That is a 17 from me, a 9 from you, and a 26 between us, which brings us to the end of Spain at Eurovision for now. I will tell you we have three favourites tonight. They are all women and they all ranked in the 40s. Our third favourite tonight, E. Dern in 2015, your favourite, I think, of the night, on a 43.5, just above her. 2014, Ruth Lorenzo dancing in the rain on a 45 out of 60. The rain, the rain. You mean that stuff? That's the one, I believe. And our favourite tonight, thanks to a big vote from me, by a single point, it is 2012, Pastora Soler with Quédate Conmigo on a 46 (laughs) out of 60. So that's that's where we are. Those were our three favourites. We will compile them all together soon and put them up on YouTube in Mm -hmm. like a digestible 15-minute or so video. Yeah, I'm curious to know who was our all-time favourite from Spain. It's going to be interesting. I can't really... Because they've had some real bops, haven't they? We'll find out, won't we? If you guys know already, let us know on uh, Instagram or Facebook. But... Right now, it is time for... Comment of the Week. Oh, yeah. Lizzie, Comment of the Week. Lay it on me. Oh, yes. Comment of the Week. Well, there was only one place that we could go where all the opinions are still fresh and hot. And, of course, it's 2019. Ah, yes. Oh, my Lord. Manu PM has just written, Spain does emotive and sad songs, less than 50 points. Spain does a happy and energetic song, gets 22nd place. We (laughs) can't win! (laughs) I kind of think they could be on to a point. Um, (laughs) um, Atashi Maridova has just said, this song is a cure for sad days. I like that. That's pleasant. Yeah, you know, if you've got your sad day playlist where you want happy songs to cheer you up, I think they're right. Definitely stick this on. I think I'm going to add this one to my Instagram, uh, my, you know, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Oh, my God. But (laughs) comment of the week. And I think this could go back for not just 2019. I think might actually apply to some other songs that Spain have sent over the years. Luriati of Ladu. Has just said, Oh my god, Europe, please stop bullying Spain. <laughs> they deserve so much more. I think it's true. I think it's absolutely true. I think probably one of the most underrated countries we've explored at Eurovision in this series. Absolutely. I'm going to say I have so much more respect for Spain after going through it. And I think, yes, so many times I think they've been given a really unnecessarily harsh hand. I think they've been robbed, not necessarily of winners, but like top 10 placements for sure. Definitely. I totally agree with you. We will see what the future holds for Spain later down the track. And of course, we'll cover their entry from 2020, 2021, and inevitably 2022, which, oh, have you heard their entry for 2022 yet, Liz? Oh, no. Should I have? Oh, maybe. It's giving me some very 
hot, sexy, Cypriot vibes, if you know what I mean. Fuego ripoff. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> if you guys don't follow us on social media, you can find us at Deuce Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube and on Patreon, where Woo! we would love your support if you've got a few spare bucks to spare to keep us chugging along, growing, expanding nonstop. Do check out our countdown videos on YouTube. If you haven't, we are at Do's Pop Podcast there. There's not too much else to tell you. Australia decides it's coming up, Liz, and we will definitely have some episodes relating to that one coming mm-hmm. up in the next few days. Well, depending how they perform, we might have one. It might be a write-off. We might not want to talk about it more than Correct. Once. That is a distinct <laughs> possibility with us. So <laughs> you never know. It's all been downhill since Kate, really. It's, you know, some years, you know, you just have contests where it's it's sparkling champagne and everything's a winner, you know, like Eurovision. And other years, Azerbaijan win. <laughs> and on that note, there is only one thing to do, and that's to figure out who are we covering next week, Liz. Oh, 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 oh. Are we going straight to Switzerland? We're not. There is one rather Mm. major player in the way. And all you need to know is that it's my favorite country in Eurovision history. San Marino. Okay, we're just... Turkey! Darting around it now. We're off to Sweden. (laughs) We are off to Sweden Uh next week, uh, which is going to be fun because my birthday is going to fall right in the middle of these episodes. (gasps) So I'm I'm very excited about it. See, I planned this a year ago. And I have made all of this a line just for you, Jack. Oh, I really appreciate it. You know what? I would like one day, because I know that, you know, we have a list of countries that we would like to, uh, you know, travel around and do our little Eurovision documentaries. Um, Mm -hmm. How many weeks of that do you want to book in for Sweden? All All of them. them. Thank you for asking. Excellent. And a week in, well, I'd say a week in Ukraine, but I mean, (laughs) no guarantees it'll exist soon. So, yeah. (laughs) Just one week. That's what Putin said. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, we will see you next week from beautiful, not so sunny Stockholm, where we're going to talk about a few very important songs in Eurovision (gasps) history. So we will see you there. Liz, do you want to see us out? Well, actually, I thought, okay, for something different to mix it up. This, do you want, because I have, I bring, you know, interesting facts. How about you bring your most interesting facts with Sweden to share with uh, our listeners next week? To share with the class. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll yeah. bring it. The, like the top 10. I love you, it. You can't have any more than 10, Jack. I'm cutting you off at 10. But they have like 11,000 islands. No country has more islands than Sweden. Did you know that? That's one of my fun facts. Oh God. It's begun already. Oh my God. See you next week. Mwah.